flying on a limb, Tanto and End Journey. Bubble Palace, 100 to go, but she's way wooden. Flying on a limb is going as straight as a gun barrel. Took the front under hands and heels and flying on a limb one by over a length, Bubble Palace. Welcome to Vet Doctor, behind the curtain look at how pro punters operate. I'm your host, Scoot. It's going to be a cracking show. I've just got that feeling. There's lots of ha things happening at the moment. Uh, John Walter, you've, uh, you're a bit late. What are you doing here, mate? I'm not late. You people start the show like just before the Saturday races start now. Like You keep pushing it back later and later because I don't know why. What are the massage shops in, in Melbourne don't open until late or something? Have you been sooking because huh? of New South Wales in the origin? I was going to wear the jumper, but I thought it was inappropriate just to rub it right in. The least New South Wales part about New South Wales is the New South Wales state of origin team. How gutless are they? It's embarrassing. It is we, embarrassing. We just get out toughed. Is it? What's the word tuft? We get out. Just mentally. They, yeah, they're just too strong for us. Yeah. They actually try. Anyway, whatever. Actually means something for us Queenslanders. DK, does uh, the origin mean anything to you or do you even watch it? Uh, I, I tuned in. I had, uh, I had a, if, uh, some sort of financial interest in the game, but um, that, uh, yeah, that was I watched a little bit of it. But uh, no, Scoot, no, never a dull moment. Never a dull moment down here, mate. Uh, I know what's going up in there with the Everest and everything, and there's Oh, there's MRC committee members getting the lemonade from certain things. There's, I've just, oh. I've just turned on. I've just thought it was also Richard Irvine's just put out a tweet. Never been angrier. There's, there's cowboy bookies, buddy, right in their own T's and C's, and oh. it's absolutely disgraceful what's going on there. So never. At least he's not bored this week, Richie. It's good to see he's, he's angry. He's, he's never been angry. He's Capital letters, and uh, he's fired right up. But anyway, Nico, what's doing? Never, never a dull moment down here. It's great. Just, great. Just trying to find a winner. Keep your head down and uh, keep uh, chipping away. That's that's my motto at the moment. Boring. Uh, plenty happening. <laughs> As, as Nico, he's got the Carlton thing on. Is that support yeah, for Voss? That's right. Carlton are rabble. Yeah, we're cast, but uh, <laughs> only clean jumper I had. I thought I'd probably cop a bit of backlash for wearing it this morning. <laughs> oh, and your blues got beat last night. Anything blue you support? Uh, something that Walt supports. Everest going to 20 million. Uh, slot holders look to be the winners here. Country racing seems the big losers. No, no, no. We're coming in line with the. Country racing. That's what. That's just the the one that kills you. That actually annoys me. I well, see. They're man. saying they're pumping everything else up to come in line with the increases in country racing. I saw a graph from our. Uh, I don't know him, but there's a guy Paul Ferrari who seems to have all the um, stats, or he's dug into the prize money. It wouldn't be hard. We've never checked him, but he's well, very. Well, they uh, seem very feasible. Well, it doesn't. Wouldn't take that long if you're um, that invested and that interested in it. But it looks like all the increases for the last sort of six or seven years, it's all just gone to the top end. So listed group races, all the top end of town. That's where the prize money has risen. So a lot of the country championships, the big and the little dance, and all these um, highways and all this sort of stuff, it's it's mainly lip service because as a percentage, it hasn't actually gone up in the country areas. But what this is all about. And the reason that they say, oh, this is all just based on sustainable increases and we can justify, you know, putting the extra Everest money in is because they've, they're increasing um, and the amount of races uh, over the 150K threshold to become a premium meeting. We'll put a graphic up on screen now. And now the Saturday meetings have gone from 100 to uh, 150 to 160K. And then they've got a handful of other races gone from. And what's the magic number, Nick? Well, it's 150,000. And so then you only have to have one race over that 150K and you get to add more percentage on the board. So when, when you told me that was red hot, then I went and looked at the prize money at wherever Sydney is this Saturday and it starts 120 in the highways, whatever. Then 150, one, how many races are there? 10? Nine races mm -hmm. at eight, raise 150,000. There it is, the Winter Cup. It's not 150, it's 160,000. So I'm making it worth an extra 10,000 as it wrought so we get the extra race fields in. Oh, red hot, red hot. And this is what most of the 
posts are hiding, concealing. There's this, 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 but there's always something behind it that's usually meeting some sort of criteria or, you know, like the 20 million Everest, it's just obviously a, a personal thing that he wants to make the race, whatever it is. But um, like they come back to feasibility in racing. I bought a horse, tried horse for 3000 online, made a mine um, basically pre, pre-painted it. So for bugger all, took it to the trainer when it was uh, – just about ready to go to the races. It's had, I think, five or six starts. It's won a, it won a half-tab meeting and then it won a, a full-tab meeting. It's Bob's Extra and we're about 5000 behind. So it's had six starts. It cost us $3,000 total. It's won two races this prep in the country and we're behind <laughs> We're behind on it. Country racing, the place to be. Yes, it's in the same way as a maiden. Still maids are 27. Most maidens are 27,000 and most races, people race for 27. It's 13 or 14 to the winner. That's right. It's not, That's in, what, three months training fees would probably be well, for both And you used to people. get 60%, right? You used to get 60% as, uh, to the winner. Now you get about 45 or something. Yeah. And then you've got all those other takeouts. Um, yeah, even the bobs, you know, that sort of gets chopped up. It's not uh, It's not all it seems to be. It's just. No, it's exactly well, right. Well, you just want the truth. Everyone just. And I'm just sick of being, you know, handled. It's just so depressing. It's just. You just keep every day, like. You know, I like Vic's at least trying to battle it a bit, and then you get this guy. You know, as soon as Vic seemed to show a bit of weakness, which is not weakness, it's just reality. This dude comes off the top rope, and you're like, "Well, hang on, you're announcing twenty million in upgrades over the week or whatever he's at. Where's the Where's the Scone project that was supposed to be finished last uh, December? Where's the Cessnock project that never started? Um, this thing that that uh, what's his name? Kieran Mars just popped in do with 80 things in partnership with Racing New South Wales. That was supposed to be the pre-training centre for all of, you know, New South Wales. Now all of a sudden it's a, a partnership with a trainer. What, what happened there? There's just no disclosure or there's no just no truth to it. It's just so deflating. It's well, terrible. It just, just gets to you. You just, you just if you're like we sit pretty neutral. We're punters. We think, but you're trying. You're just trying to get everybody to to go forward so racing can go forward. It's not. We're not just talking from punters' perspective. It's just, it's just really deflating, mm. like you say. And it's, and and the worst part is they're saying it's never been better. It's never been. It's just and that's like, the thing. And the, well, I think initially it was promised that odds and evens were going to pay for it. That's fallen flat. Yeah, what we, happened there? There's, like, just, there's okay, no talk come out about. and say we, we we invested some money in thing. We had a go. We missed. Didn't work. Just say it. No. And then there's no overseas stars. So this extra five million is that lucky Sway Ness, the the Hong Kong horse. Is it going to come? They're all going He's to not Japan. Coming. Yeah. Well, exactly. So it's it's not really doing anything. All it, all it is, as we said before, it's these extra percentages that you pay in your um. Yeah. What does it? In what your is race, the benefit of that extra fields. five? What does it do apart from? Well, it's just inflation. It's it's mm. that's what that's what it is. So the pie's not growing. It's just they're just taking it, making it harder and harder for punters you, to win and taking it, away all the product. It's basically a five billion dollar investment from money that's generated from us. What does it yield for racing? Nothing. Or just it just lines the the pockets of the of the guys. So as at a the business, top. you're investing five million dollars extra into your product. Is there a better way to invest it? That's that's probably the question that it, you'd, it, you'd love to be able to have answered. It's just sta- staggering that um, more country trainers and more of the little guys don't sort of stand up and even just. Well, they try. And, oh yeah, it's just they try. And who's the head of their racing their trainers association? You know, like, it's just tough. Everyone. You know, it's just not what they're talking about. Anyway, uh, it was incredible racing on the on the weekend. Uh, think about it was a uh, a nice winner. And I think as we said on the show a couple of, uh, a long time ago that uh, Mick Kent thought that the, the next 
sire to produce a uh, champion was so you think he can oh. do he can at any distance he seems to be the only horse we winners. just went to this national sale this weekend um the only horse i sort of fell in love with i'm no huge judge on thing but i've been to enough sales and seen enough horses and just you love a horse that's got a bit of presence and especially when they walk and and whatever and the fella that i sort of um that finds them and and uh, he's like you got to have a look at this all oh, this thing stood out and it was you know, very cheap sale, usually sort of about forty, fifty thousand is the average. And of course, this thing went for one twenty to Tony Gollan and John Foot. Uh, it's, it's just there's just too much. They've got too many cannons to fire at you. But uh, yeah, it was a so you think out of I can't remember sort of man, but it was a bit of a, a cross with a, a spreading light. So it was just um, yeah, like, it's so uh, he's an adaptable sire, that's for sure. Mm. Yeah, it's interesting to see how the um, the Stradbroke's starting to line up. Horses like Hawaii Five O and Tino's probably going to. Struggle, and then you got horses like Think About Converge. It. Yeah, Converge. Yeah, who, who, who do you want to be on after seeing the race on the weekend? Well, he's going to be the weight, certainly, isn't he? Think about it. But um, and uh, this is no knock on Sam Clipperton because he has handled this horse incredibly well. But this horse has just had dream runs every time. They've pulled the right rein every time. They've either gone slow and he's gone forward. They've gone back. He's got a trail uh, again the other day. That three wide trail is a perfect thing. You know, it was. Uh, and I, and I do think that Converge has got a little bit up his sleeve. Uh, was he a bit unlucky on Saturday? Actually, not as unlucky as I thought he was. When I, I definitely um, was talking through the kick, they had something small on him just because he looked to be a silly price and thought he was a tragedy beaten. But, um, yeah, the winner was pretty strong and, and, and he's going to be hard to beat. And then a Y50 looked a big gross thing that, you know, I don't think a month between runs is his go. So he's going to improve again. The horse that chased him, is he going to be in the Stradbroke or does he not make the field? I don't think he probably won't make the field. Probably won't have enough prize money. So Christ, it's a horse. Mm. I think you're um, going to go a different way. Yeah, it's good. It's good. There's some progressive horses coming through there. And whilst I think that was very disappointing as a weight for age race, I don't think they, any of those are really weight for age horses at this stage. Uh, the Stradbroke certainly looks like it's going to be a, uh, you know, a great handicap. And I think you know all of us. That's what we we love the great handicaps. They're the they're the races you can still find an angle in. And um, yeah, it's not yeah, going to be any different. What about uh, Kovalika? I thought it was a um, 11 out of 10 from J-Mac. Absolute perfect ride. Yeah, arrogant, wasn't it? It was mm. just purely arrogant. It was a shame that um, Moody Sauce probably drew a bit awkward and was forced back and its effort was really good. And they just, yeah, they, they just had panels on the rest. Um, yeah, it's a nice horse, that fame. I don't I don't know whether it's going to be a sort of wait for age horse, but uh, Kovalika certainly looks like it's a, a big chance of um, becoming one. Uh, just that, you know, a bit of adaptability certainly – they can ride him cold. Uh, for, that, that's stable. You're always going to get it. If they, they draw awkwardly, they're going to be pretty negative. But um, he looks like he could sort of hold a spot in a mile race without much of an issue and turn a foot stayers, um, you know, straight into favourite for the Caulfield Cup, which was always going to be the case. But, she's uh, that Friedman horse that um, let go from the like was going to run a nice sixth and one four lengths handing up. I think it should be Caulfield Cup favourite personally. Yeah. Uh, Nico, your man uh, broke his duck in Australia yesterday. Uh, we're a move pin or D- oh, DK. Both of you boys uh, were pretty keen on this bloke. You found it, uh, the horse from the yard, the John Leake uh, train runner, and you're in a bit of form uh, yesterday. And you just in general, just seeing them uh, like beach balls at the moment. Uh, Set of Ellie for the Little Birdie Syndicate, uh, $15 winner there. But. Um, well, the floodgates open for this guy, um, where are they starting to uh, – all the trainers now cotton on to this bloke this week and looking at Saturday? Well, the market cotton on to him last week. Every single one of the rides he was on was backed pretty much. So, yeah, I think they're they're all over him. You look at his, his horses he's riding on Saturday, he's got a fair few good chances. I think 
there probably could be a scenario where he's overbet, to be honest. Uh, I think you're right, a lot of winners, given where he's just in, from a, a claim point of view, he's going to claim three kilos. So everyone's going to be looking to find him. But uh, even off what we saw on Saturday, I think there could be a chance he's slightly overbet. But um, you definitely probably want to find him at the moment, especially if he's getting on horses that are carrying 54 and he's getting them down to 51. So the uh, the edge might be early there because the late market was definitely uh, all over him on Saturday. And I think John Lake Jr. is starting to turn the corner as well with those Peters horses. They all seem to be uh, going a bit better than what they were. So maybe something to look out for the there. Good, the good thing is professional winners as well. Um, he got E. e-, e- Brown, like mornings and quirky track, first time there. Yeah. Yep. Goes and gets the local bloke, E. Brown, and walks the track with him and goes through its quirks and everything like that, you know. Just so, a bloody good ride too. Like, well, He saved all the – that was the difference between him and Red Columbine, wasn't it? Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, he'd had to come wide and he saved all the ground up the inside and went for it at the right time. So that's what you need. That worked out good yesterday, Mornington. I think they should – the way this track's playing recently, they should get more meetings. Like the meetings that, that sound down's very tired and Mornington showed yesterday, showed on Cup Day to – it's as good a track as we have at the moment. Um, I know DK is not a big fan, but <laughs> I think definitely if you go back three years ago, you compare it to the track it was then to now, it's a it's a big difference. So I think uh, it's definitely got to be a track that's more looked at from a, a metro point of view. DK, you can just show oh, yeah, metro, yeah, do what you like. Yeah, metro, yeah. No, no, well, he's right. It's a different. <laughs> it'd be a different track. Just yeah, back local horses. I mean. Uh, no, I don't. I tried to have a RDO when Mornington's rail, on. Rail true, it's all right. Like the, the last meeting there where it was like rail at eight metres or whatever, that was just a, a meeting for the sake of it. But if you, you rail true, yesterday every, everything uh, seemingly got their chance. So, yeah, I'm tipping it. All right. Uh, Melbourne's uh, Home of Comedy is the Comics Land sponsor of our show. Walt needs a little bit of a giggle. He's a bit of a sad panda origin and the uh, the Everest has put him on tilt this week. It's always something. Uh, make sure uh, you check them out or if you want to hire a comedian. And I was bowling for the first half of the origin. What? That's how much respect I got for old Freddie Fittler's coaching. Anyhow. Oh, I just love it. When what are we doing? Are you taking me there? I'm not allowed back in Melbourne anymore. Didn't get an invite to the last thing, whatever. I would have COVID. I would have come down there and killed everybody. It would have been awesome. I have to deal with this every week and an hour is plenty. Uh, today's show is going to be a beauty. Is Don is good. He got the greasy pig last week. He copped at both ends, Calipore and Serpentine. So, no, uh, you know, got... too early for Serpentine. What? Please. How shock. did Calipore not win? I don't know. And, and then I Serpent... saw someone after, oh, looking for 3,200. It was the greatest losing ride in the history of racing. Actually, maybe Andrew Mallion's ride yesterday at uh, Eagle Farm on that band getter or whatever. I was balls deep. Oh, That's yeah. a pretty good ride too. I don't know how he got beat. But, D- so. Donnie was tipping the thing that won Miracle of Love or whatever. Well, it was $1.60. Well done, Donnie. Well found, <laughs> big fella. Um Masara says, yeah, well, that's it. What is it? Uh, done deal, Miss Finland. Hope it's as good as it looks. Yeah, hope she turns out a nice horse. Oh, it's just it's tough to make a quit in the breeding game, says John Masara. He was is, especially when you, you're struggling with the done deal, Miss Finlands, and you've got 20 of them sitting there. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. <laughs> you found a winner last week, uh, Iona Merck, uh, Carly's horse, as our DK girl. pointed out. Our girl. Our, oh, Carly, our girl, and uh, Rachel King. I don't, yeah, I think um, I think Carly could have won on it, to be honest. Um, pretty nice horse, but... Um, yeah, it's good to see it return and improve and always good to see Bjorn train a winner. It's all, the aftermath's always the uh, a bit like Gary Moore but probably uh, with a bit of extra. Uh, you're going to preview uh, the benchmark uh, 78. It's probably – What did I say in the chat? It's the worst meeting I've ever seen. I know I say that weekly but I could mean it this time. 20 runners in each field. None of them are horses that you really want to find but we'll have, uh, I've, I've put the sifter through it and <laughs> – 
found the best worst option. No, it's a premium race meeting, so it'll uh, it'll be up to three percent race fields. Well, that's on, all um, that matters. That's on tote derived products, and then other wages will be up two and a half percent on fixed odds. That's all right. So uh, it'll be the full fist in the back door for the for the meeting, even though it's a bunch of cameras. no, it's a half fist because if it goes to if there's a million dollar race on the on the program, oh. it goes to three and a half percent and then three percent. So that's the full fisting. Appreciate it. Yeah, and we've just got about half a dozen more full fistings um, impl- implemented there. I love my full fisting today, jumping back into fixed uh, the early betting for the first time in about six months. I've tipped a $4 chance in the first at Wyong. There was a $1.70 shot. I thought they'd sort of just too far apart and a $6 third pick. $6 horse comes out. I thought, that's all right. $1.60 horse comes out. Two more come out. I think we're at 83 cents deduction at the moment. Awesome. Get well, into that, that early that's betting. That's been happening, what, in Victoria, DK for how long? Oh, Donkeys, donkeys, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Deductions lotto. Four dollars oh, yeah, to two seventy. It was before any deductions, and now we've copped eighty three cents. And, <laughs> and do you really want to be on it? What price are you now? Dollar thirty, dollar twenty or something. <laughs> they never win. I, I, I want to be on it. I huh? want to be on it, and I want it to get beaten in a photo. I want the full <laughs> double fist. Speaking of double fist, Nico gave uh, a few bookies double fist, flying on a limb, 13 into $7. They got a lot there, and uh, he's absolutely airborne for the syndicate, as I mentioned before. Uh, Jason has a party. I'm surprised he's uh, he's he's crawled out under his rock, or he's uh, he was What happened sick? last week? Did he have some pizzas to deliver or something? <laughs> hey. He hasn't got his delivery hat on this week, has he? I hope he hasn't. He's got a version of it's not the full, the black plain one. He's got the oh no, he's sponsored this week. Yeah, he uh, he's going to preview the Eagle Farm features, Top Sports Steam. They got three interesting bets, and they got Bob on all the Group One races. So Queensland Oaks is the big Group One, odds to five thousand. So it doesn't matter who you are, you can uh, take that set and forget. And uh, I think uh, Tristan's Tristan got me for the South game Saturday. How's that going to be? He's got eighty kids or something that he's got to take out in the um, from his uh, his daughter's school or something. Then he's got to come and deal with me and say hello. It's going to be a long day for Tristan on I, Saturday. I've been brushed. Mm, yeah, oh, we don't like you. Hey, no, you don't invite me. I don't invite you. It's reciprocal. I tell you what, he went to Adelaide yesterday for the state of origin. I'm tipping he'd be uh, slim dusty. They had a winery at eight thirty start, and then he had the origin kick off at eight o'clock last night. So. Can't imagine Queensland's a good result either. Thoughts and prayers. If you want to put one through top spot this morning's probably the chance to uh, to get him with uh, Tristan <laughs> uh, on board a flight. Let's welcome in uh, one of the stars of the show, Jason. As a party, how are you, mate? Hey, boys. How are you? Thanks for that. Uh Wonderful intro there, Walt. Really appreciate it, mate. Mate, you would be, if in State of Origin, the ultimate bench player. It doesn't matter the state, what sort of race, anything. You are the ultimate interchange. You can start into any position and find a winner. I'm That's Victorian. why we love you. All I do is barrack against New South Wales in any sport there is. And so because I have to bet on it to watch it, I'm back Queensland, went to bed at half top. So you like PVL. You're a big PVL man then because he just destroys us internally. He just takes us apart from the inside. Exactly. Big Bring PVL it on. man. Bring it on. Love but, it. Uh, yeah, back the Maroons last night, went to bed at half time because it's boring and uh, woke up with money in my account. So pumped. It was a nice little Queenslander chant too at uh, the Adelaide Oval. That was a really <laughs> nice touch. Chris goes to show everyone hates New South Wales. Everyone against them. It's beautiful. Just how PVL likes it. Uh, nice little sponsored hat there, uh, Azza. It's been a pretty quiet week, I would have thought, for uh, Dream Thoroughbreds looking through the press. But right. it's my, obviously my uh, brother's syndication group. So, done well. That's about all I get. So, uh, it was yeah, it was the first one on top of the pile. So I've just picked that up and all that this week. So. Am- Amethub is it on Saturday? That's one of these. Amethub is it at Rose Hill? I think so. I think they accepted a couple of races. I'm pretty sure it's still in there. They were back to the sixteen bucks in town what six months ago and. You run second to Sunshine in Paris in a benchmark race. How stiff were we to run that? Mm. 3.9 million later. Did you buy it? 
Sunshine in Paris? No, James Harron found it. I don't know how he found it, but at 3.9 million, he's a genius. He found it. He bought it. 3.9 million. Yeah. Oh, he just said there's a plethora of prize money and options and races for it. So, mm. and even well, though it's got it? you know niggles and things, but let's just hope she doesn't. You know, I don't, definitely don't want to wish I love the horse. I hope she. Goes on to win many, many races, and it's a great buy from him. Eagle Farm Race Seven is the uh, the Star Casino Morton Cup, and it's over twelve hundred meters in Quantico. Jesus Christ, there might be scratching here. This or a couple of scratchings come through, but uh, this horse been four twenty into two eighty. Prince of Boom three eighty. Far too easy seven dollars. Clemenceau nine. Gravina ten. Ball at twelve dollars. Frosty Rocks sounds like me. Nineteen dollars. Uh, Fifteen rounds. Uh, Twenty dollars in R and T. DK's horse twenty one dollars. Contemptuous thirty one dollars in Irish songs. Uh, Forty one dollars. So I've only just seen the prices here. Ooh. Yeah, it's crazy. Ooh. As has been um, interesting. Savaging. There's two replays we're going to have a look at. First one, Quantico China Horse Club. At Scone at last start, buried fence. I hope you're on it here, Azza. Oh, I wasn't on it, actually. Um, oh, that's sick. Oh, actually, I had saved a small one. Back something else in the race. But, um, yeah, obviously, stiff as this day. Went, Jay Collett went up the rails. Um, you know, should have won easy, but didn't. Do five of these horses when off runs like this, they can get over bet. Um, this horse was $3.80 last night when I sent my tips through for the show. Into two eighty now. I think that's pretty skinny on a on a map negative horse. Um, she does go well, and she's only in Group Three winner, so a Group Two would add a lot of value to her. Uh, so I think now we're fully wound up here. She's a good chance, um, but getting in pretty tight now. I think. So just to go back, that that the rail was obviously good there too. So that, that's the other reason you got to be a little bit careful of it being over bet. Um, and it, you know that sort of horse that can that look like that. But I think it it sort of its trials weren't super sharp and. I was worried about it not being fully ready there to do what it did. So I, I don't. I think the horse will improve out of sight off that is what, kind of where I'm going. I think it's perfect little clean-out run for it. You don't want it having a hard run. And then sort of backing up second up, I think that sort of run for that particular <laughs> horse, it'll be sort of ready to go in 1,200s better for it as well. The other horse we're going to look at is Clemenceau in the red and white uh, back on the fence and think about it wins this one. It's easy to think this horse has been disappointing this prep, but I think here, if you could just look up, it's three back on the rails in the uh, – Bell colours there, um, Grand Army colours. It's just held up, held up, held up. It's got nowhere to go. Think about it, obviously. We all know how good he is. He's coming wider. Clemenceau sticks to the fence. Um, and he comes home okay for fourth. I would say a couple of things about this run where I see upside. First is I don't think the rail was a place to be that day. Most of the winners came, you know, sort of three or four off and, and settled in, in run off the fence. And the other thing was he was off a six-week freshen there. Um, so... Um, you know, I think he'll be better for that run. Um, before that, he ran second to Bacchanalia. It was three wide the trip. Um, Bacchanalia had the PR one, one and um, just got beat. So i just sort of trying to find um, an edge here. There's two ways this race will go. Frosty Rocks has jumped out incredibly well. and There's a Shanghai out of the gates in both, in both trials. I'm expecting it to go, uh, be very aggressive here from nine and take on Prince of Boom. There's got T. Clark on. If Prince of Boom got got dictating here, you know, you could see it it would be starting a lot shorter. But I'm just going to bank on Frosty Rocks working hard and trying to cross it, um, which will set it up for pace here. Um, so I want to be on Clemenceau. I think about the $9. I, I've got it marked sort of $5. I thought it, it's uh, well over the odds um, and looked a great each way bit in this. I think there's been a lot of merit in its races, and I think there have been a lot stronger uh, form lines. Um, and I didn't want to lose on Quantico. I've always loved her as a horse. Um, nothing wrong with that first up run, as as Walt alluded to. I don't think she was 
She trialed that well and she was fairly soft in the betting. I think on Betfair, she'd SP'd about $8 from memory. Um, so I wanted to save on her. Um, I think only race shape stops us from getting a result uh, by by attacking the race like that. I think you're right. My big query about Prince of Boom, I think he's a 1,000 metre slash 1,100 metre horse. I think if he gets abs- softened, yeah. absolutely airborne, but um, 1,200 metres is a big query, and especially with that scenario you just t- spoke about. He's won. He's won three at twelve hundred. I think Prince of Boom hasn't he? Against him, they don't count up there. Don't count up there. Well, he ran third to Rothline King of Sparta, beaten less than half a length over twelve hundred, and got beat two point eight by Giga Kick over twelve hundred. So it's not in the right spot both times. But um, yeah, which is that? That's the beauty of the horse. But I, I'm with you. Like I think he would get softened up. But the Clemenceau's the one. Like I just couldn't believe the price of it. It has been absolutely butchered every start. The stable just loves to ride things negatively and butcher them. Um, the fence was terrible there the other day, and I thought its job was, you know, it did a great job to sort of no momentum and come with a horse like, say, Foxfighter, who had all the momentum in the right part of the track. It just has to, like, it can't end up in a bad position here. Like, it, it has to be, it's drawn inside Prince of Boom, so it should be just right on his hammer. And, um, yeah, like, I'm with you. Probably the way the betting is, you, you've got to make Clemenceau the better result of the two and Quantico, you know, the chop or a small win just because it's a bit tighter. But, um, yeah, I couldn't be more in your corner here, uh, especially with Clemenceau. Just silly, silly price, whatever yeah, it is, 8 I, or $9. Yeah. Okay. Ryan Maloney's riding pretty well on these the big days as well. Right. He's going enormous, I reckon. He's a bit he's a bit of the shin of the north for me too. He tends to get him a pair closer without, um, you know, let's go back to his, say, Magic Millions ride. He, he's um, I've stopped underrating him as a rider, that's for sure. Even in, when you get to the, the best of the best races, he is very good at uh, obviously someone helps him out with where the horse should be in the run and he's capable of getting them there. All right, we'll brush the Melbourne boys uh, for the, for that race, but we might bring him back in the show for the Queensland Oaks. Have a look at the market first. Fireburn 380 uh, into 310. Renaissance Woman, 6 into 420. Uh, Fair Asuivere is uh, 650. Sakura $12. So Dazzling, 14 That's one of Nico's horses. Uh, Proscenium Arch, $18. Amakura, 18 Cheval Dior is 19 Super Chilled, $21. And then you've got Madame Odette, 26 Yankee Hustle, 31 And uh, much, much better the rest. Let's have a look at uh, Fireburn last start. And uh, this is the Doombin Roses. This is the traditional leader. Why are we watching this race? I'd unloaded on Renaissance Woman in this race and even laid Fireburn in this race. Um, I had my pants off at the 300, mate, when when uh, Josh got in. I think, well, nothing honestly, will be running past this. Oh, my jaw hit the ground. I was having a yeah. I was having a big day. I doubled my bet on Renaissance Woman, and the way Fireburn just puts them away in three strides here, um, I, I couldn't believe it. Um, yeah, sure, it was just to sort of sit at the back and follow them around and then accelerate for a furlong. Um, that's the worry, Re- isn't it? But Renaissance Woman had a had a had a really good run at that race too. Um, I think Firebird absolutely beat her on its merits. The first race she's won since two um, year old when she won the size after the slipper. I thought she'd never win another race, to be honest. Um, but when I did this race last night off that win, I had it marked two dollars fifty, and she was three dollars eighty, and I just couldn't couldn't believe it. Um, just just thought she was a wrong price. Getting in, I've just noticed just just before I've come on, she's coming in three bucks. Probably, you know, I don't want to don't want to take too much under that. She's always been a bit better with the sting out. Eagle Far will not have that. Um, the twenty two hundred meter start here, they've got a very short run to the first turn, and they go around an eight hundred meter bend. But sort of just can't find anything other than Renaissance Woman that I want to back, and um, I just can't see it turning the tables off that last run. 
Secure a girl. Well, what really about nice sixteen gate? Is he going to ride it the same way again? That's the gonna issue. Like, to, is he, he's gonna it's going to be twenty off him. Yeah, he's mm. going to have to ride it cold. But some of these horses, well, like they're they're sixty five range. It's like half this field. Like they should be going backwards at the turn when I mean, she's still on the bridle. If you took two to one this horse, you want him to ride it the same way that he rode it there because you that's do it. not want it coming around the field because mm. that's when it could be completely exposed. I don't think the horse can come around the field and beat Renaissance Woman. No, he'll. But he could, he could butcher it, half butcher it, get out with 200 to go and out-sprint him again. The zipper. Agreed. If, if he doesn't come around. He's, he's in four. If the, all the emergencies come out, he's in 14 to 16. So mm. he's got to, um, you know, he's, he's, he's got to ride it. How it and that's medicine, how he rides horses, right? Back. Yeah. And the thing mm. that makes it easier, I think, is there's quite a few on paces here that have drawn really wide. Like a secure girl's drawn 21. It just, it just wants to lead. So. It's. Oh, I wanted to find it, but I think the barriers um, just destroyed his chances, even with Opion. Um, I think there is going to be quite a lot of speed, so there won't even be a consideration after the way he rode at last start to to rev her up. The first race, she's one in two, you know, whatever, eighteen months. Go back, take your medicine, um, and you know, ride for ride for a J Collet special. Um, as I said, three bucks. God, you know, off off just that one good performance. It's. Um, it's probably our bad. As I said, I, I did send it through it when I was about three dollars eighty. But other than in a Renaissance woman, I I want I tried to find something else and couldn't. Um, I just thought her win was just so explosive through the line um, that if she if she gets any luck, I thought she'd win. S A uh, Oaks winner Affair Savoir Savoir. I still still can't say that properly. Let's have a look at uh, her two. replay. <laughs> she was three wide the entire, and uh, Johnny sort of had to get on his bike sort of early here to rev her up, and you can just sort of see her. It seems sort of at work on this uh, filly. Yeah. I've just liked the way that she's won her last, well, three starts. Or it's, yeah, is it three starts she's won? Um, she just looks, she's just look still learning, she's looking for run. further, and she just finds a way to win this thing. And be interesting to see. Uh, I think she'll just keep improving. I thought she was the danger or just trying to look for some, some DF. Yeah. Um, she was all out on the line there, but she was three wide the entire. She had to make a pretty big run there. Yeah, I can't disagree with any of that. She's been great. She's kind of gone made it. Listed race group one. Um, I guess I was just a little bit burnt from last week with the SA Derby form not holding up. Um, and I thought that the Colts in South Australia were stronger than the Phillies, so that just made me a little bit gum shy, but I, but I could be wrong. There's a length between 10 of them across well, the line there. Yeah. If that's the right form, I'll bloody give it away. But well, you've only got two, like, percentage of Talk to me about Lee's she, horse. She was, she was, only, she, she was wide the whole, whole start, and she was only 2.2 off, off the winner there. Huh? Presenia March? No. Well, well I think form. that's better that's... form. I think that's better form. But I think the Kieran can re-peak his horses a million times. Yeah, but that's that, that, that the this horse might looks have like it needs to go to fit. Dubai and have those huh? robot coming out and then the VH chasing it. Looks like a three horse camel humper. Okay. Um, to answer your question, I thought maybe the the hidden sort of knockout would, might be uh, Yankee Hustle from the Chris Lee. I'm talking. Show. I'm talking to my mate Azza, the Paulie. You the, just asked me about the Chris Lee no, horse. Well, that's not his. He doesn't have a. He's not Yankee. Yankee Hustle. Oh, that's not the one. I'm, I'm not talking, talking about, about the three humper. I'm talking about Amakura. Amakura. Amakura, the one that won that's gapped him at Newcastle, then had four weeks off, and then <laughs> beat the older horses at. Um, at Sunshine Coast, horrible races, like monster jumping class, but the horse just looks completely untapped once it's got up to the, this sort of trick. defies everything I hate like in a horse. It's like sixth, seventh up, first prep, everything I hate, but um, looks just to have some X-Factor gate one, Ollie, 20 to 1. Wouldn't talk you out of it. I thought you were asking me about Lee Curtis's horse then. I was like, um. Oh, the thing, that Lee, the thing that's got a bit of speed, yeah, it's just going to. 
I'm still uh, I'm still bathing in fifty dollar notes after you're uh, laying that thing that Racing Watch told me to lay yesterday on uh, in the first at Warwick Farm. Just uh, absolute filler. Oh, Mate, that was a long time ago. Thing, no, the thing that ran fifth to let me rain last day. Oh, what about that? What, can you can you run me through how that thing was backed? At, that like. Just kept, what was that horse uh, of Portelli's? Think it rain, raining, something rain, something. Territory, sort of thing. territory express. Rain. Yeah, they'd have gone 12, 14, 50 open, up to 18, 50 maiden, then 2,000 metre group race, then back to 1,400 with earmuffs on. And they back it from $5 to 350. Someone's got a lot of money out there they don't just, just, don't, they just want to give away. Just subscribe to Racing Watch, mate, and you just, uh, no, that's, it. that's how you Is make it, the coin. Are you, Off topic, are you, you don't get in the Discord as a, but and it was definitely not my doing, but one of the lunatics in there, he used to be on Twitter, King, he's liked four horses at uh, Port Macquarie on Monday. I like. I ended up overlapping two of them and um, was I was happy with that, went bowling. One of, the, one of the boys has had $10 and won 70200 off the four-leg all up. The other bloke's had 100 He's taken fixed odds the third leg with our sponsor, poor old Top Sport, and it's paid eleven dollars towed off a twenty six fixed call. He's cost himself about seventy, but he's won sixty. They're all in there. Uh, had the four leg all up. There was a very popular day in the um, the Discord on Monday, but you don't get in there, as you're too good for us. Are you boys in Melbourne still with us? Yeah, we're still here. We're just. That's, we're just I think it's show. been twenty minutes and just <laughs> haven't drawn breath. These two. Ah, it's good. The Azza, the Azza and Walt show. <laughs> well, we don't have the the other show anymore because uh, you know I don't know. Oh. We, we, we've got to squeeze it into this. Nico, Nico, DK, you got has got any opinions on uh, this this Queensland Oaks? Any different angles? Yeah, I think the I can't see like Fireburn. She just had everything go away the other day. Like Barry Sixteen just can't work for her here. Renaissance Woman, she's no superstar. Uh, I thought it was probably a race at a Ferris Suave. That Presidium Arch form, you can line it up. She's probably in play, but. Yeah, I was more looking at sort of uh, Amakura, Yankee Hustle, Cheval Dior. Uh, I think they're all horses that can be in play. I think it's pretty wide open this race. The, the top three aren't stars, that's for sure. And that Amakura, what Walter sounds like a bit like fame last week, you know, the ones spanking the ones in the, oh, it came out of a kite and made well, yeah, comes out and a Moe and then, then comes out and runs the big race, $21 in or whatever, 26 yeah. Similar, like bolted in last start, yeah, that fast fresh, race. The fresh legs like, off the fast race. It come off a slow tempo and one well and can come off a fast tempo and one well, so yeah, it's a good sign, right? Fast, yeah. Well, that's famous off the fast tempos, wasn't it? They, they, they loved it. Yeah, it looks deadly. It look, definitely looks deadly, that horse. Amakura. Yeah. Kermadec mm. mm. too, Jesus. He, he could have a mortgage on this race. Kermadec will be standing for 220 next year. <laughs> no money in breeding. No money in breeding. That's why they have to have schnitzel at two hundred fifty thousand. I, I love per the ones. Uh, it's boring, but we'll talk about it. I love the ones that you know they've, they've gone here. They've been exported to Chile, <laughs> where they're pulling a milk cart somewhere, and something wins a Group One next. To, then they're back at Widden for two, right. Widden for forty four <laughs> next year. But like scissor kick, yeah, yeah, had scissor kick. good, and then gets giga kick, and we got to find him back from exile. I don't even know yeah. where he is. He's where's, in Malaysia or somewhere. Where's Merchant Navy at the moment? He's he's in Turkey or something, isn't he? <laughs> There's a few go to Turkey. Yeah. Oh, honestly, <laughs> Merchant Navy, Argentina, Macedonia, or Turkey, or I don't know, in the Ukraine. Merchant Navy, I'm not sure. <laughs> Oh, he's on the front line. He <laughs> might be. He might be Garten. Garten that could be the horse that Craig Williams rides when he goes over there. <laughs> he could be Carton oh, Mitchell. He could be Carton Willow's um, first aid kit to the to Meets the Craig, from the- Meets Craig at the board. Craig, oh. Craig, Craig Williams is WMDs. Oh, yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Oh, Somewhere over there, anyway. Oh. He's not in the he's not he's not in the Hunter Merchant, baby. I can assure you. I was there when he won it, Royal. I was got two. It was a great day. Good fill up, but uh, yeah, oh, not, uh, not throwing much. 
All right, tweet us the most obscure um, stallion standing locations and we'll give you guys free subs, merch, whatever whatever you want. Just let's get the uh, the Twitter storm going on uh, the most remote or extraordinary comebacks or locations from stallions just to rev up uh, Richard Irvine because it's pretty boring <laughs> stuff, but we're happy to talk about it. As you've been sensational yet again. Not sure. We went a couple of different places here uh, in your segment here, but um, we'll see you next week, hopefully. Thanks, boys. Good on you. Have a great weekend, everyone. Just Cheers. keep hunting. That's it. He loves it, doesn't he? All right, Nico, uh, you're going to have a look at uh, Flemington. Um, well, I'm a little bit in shock that there's no jockey change on this uh, first tip that you've found. It's uh, Flemington Race 5, but I'll zoom straight into it. Wet weather's going to uh, take Gold Coast by, uh, yeah, take hold of Gold Coast probably Sunday and early next week. Miss this week. Yeah, Miss right, this weekend. Right. Yeah, I think we're sweet up here. Um, Flemington Race 5, not sure what the weather's doing in Melbourne, though. Son of Solly's favourite here, 420. First Immortal, $5. Oceans above, 8 Reservoir Dog, 850. Verifier, 950. Got to be savvy, 10 Any Grand, 10 King's Crossing, 14 And my brother's keepers, uh, $15. They're the main chances in the race. And Verify is a replay we're going to watch. And this is sick because, Nico, you tipped it last time. And R Down is uh, kept the ride. Yep, uh, you compare sort of his last two runs to to the 600 at Morpherville, he's gone sort of three and a half links above. That run two starts to go here, he's gone three and a half links below and he sat last, uh, just a real difference in speed there. Flashes home, I think he ran the ninth fastest last 200 of the day. So the the the, the favourite is the second horse, the, the second favourite's the first horse and here he has had absolutely no chance against him, flashing home, strong through the line and he's 10 bucks again. You're probably going to get that price because he goes back. Um, but, you know, you look through his form. He's got form around. Uh, your horse, DK, fame, back in the early days. So Yeah, whatever, yep. yep. He's definitely got talent. Like that run in the Chairman's was huge. He just was given none last start. He gets in good at the weights again here with 55. And I think with a bigger field, um, you know, that race was only, I think it was only sort of 10 or 12 of them. There's going to be a full field here of 16 or even 18 if they can run it. Um You'd think that they go quicker out in front and he just comes into play from barrier 10. Rob Downey just, I think this race will just work out better for this horse. So I think we just got to stick on him again. Uh, just with the, the way he can hit the line, Flemington, I thought there was a, a lot of ticks for him there on Saturday in a, in a fast run race. Yeah, no, it's five, no, he's been one of mine all the way through. God knows how he's still a maiden, but uh, he has contested a lot stronger races. But uh, I'll tell you how, DK, just absolute slaughter job. Like, I thought Robert Downey oh, was on me. The trainer, the trainer. He, the trainer's gone. Like, he's completely gone from what he was. I mean, he was the two I see to Bart and all this. And, you know, anyway, he's somehow he keeps getting a couple of these nice horses and then he takes 10 races to win a maiden with them. Mm. Like, keep, I don't know how many starts this has had, but God knows how it's still a maiden. 10. I'm, I'm ten, just ten shocked starts, that he's, yeah. he's retained. What, what an effort to make this a 10-start maiden. Like, seriously. Well, we'll be going close there on Saturday. And I thought the other horse in the race we probably got to have a look at is uh, Connecticut. DK, the uh, the Geelong made him win a last start. Blinkers went on there. I just think he's looking for a big track, this horse. Uh, he just kind of hit the front and laboured there last start with the Blinkers. I think in a faster run race, it'd be better. That run at Cranbourne, he was just all at sea. He can definitely tie in his form. Um, early days, he wasn't too far off Japanese Emperor. And then first up this campaign, he was on the heels of uh, Cosmic Enigma and Elsie Aldo. Uh, Cosmic Enigma was right on the heels of Oceans Above, who's right in the market in this race. So easy to tie in, and I thought it sort of, 20s or 30s, you could do worse. Oh, I, than knock, I, I think it's a stretch, but I won't knock it. Those odds, yeah, but he's on the up. So um. these races, though, like even we saw it in the last lead up, we had the the 
the lead up from that 2000 meter race at Flemington was the 1800 at Soundown, mm. and none That's of the right. horses got near it. So mm. I think Fresh. their races, you just got to look for DF in. That's probably why I'd be against Son of Solly and First Immortal. First Immortal's got the big, bigger weight and the wider barrier, hasn't he? Verify he's through that layup, but he's given none. So I'm, I'm happy to sort of say he's mm. he's the horse to take out of that. But like Savorsky, Living Free, Connecticut, like these races, are they're dead set class one. So they could be in the finish if, the, if it works out well for them. Keeping the breeding going, that's a written tycoon. Not many written tycoons get 2,000, do they? But it's out of a... It's a beal, man. Isn't it weird when you go back to the sales for a few days, all of a sudden you start looking at this crap... <coughs> Drives you mad. Very boring. Mm, very boring. Um, just, I think it's the cupboard job. You just got to back him and uh, get in the cupboard and, and come out when get it's the all over. It, come out, come out at the hundred meter mark, and hopefully he's within two links of him. It's one of Come the best Robbie. bits Nico's found that hasn't run a place $18 into bugger all. Just absolutely sickening. Flemington race eight might be another one. Uh, the VRC community plate, it's our time, $4.40. Jimmy the Bear, $6. $8 King Magnus. Frankie Pino, $9. Crosshaven, $10. Morvada, $10. Manhattan Times, 11 Sir Davey, 13 Bullfinch, 15 And the repo you're going to have a look at here is Jimmy the Bear. First up, thought he was huge here. 1,200 metres, not suited. Yeah, stable's flying. They got a massive uh, hand of runners at a Chuka today. They're probably trying to treble or something there. Diagla's running earlier in the program. This horse looks well set up. Jimmy the Bear just sort of weaving his way through the field there with the white sleeves uh, right on the back of Dijon Buck. It's our time. This race rated pretty well. It's not really a, a 1,200-meter horse. Looked at his sort of form throughout his career. He's better over sort of 14 and 1,600, but I thought he did a good job here to stick on. The only knock here is probably the barrier from barrier 16. He's going to have to press forward and just sort of the running gets in transit might be the question mark here if he has to do a bit too much work second up. If he was third up, I'd nearly dead set declare him. Um, just second up, he might just be uh, having a little bit wanting late, but at $6 uh, in a race that, you know, it's our time's favourite. Well, you got to be looking around here. That's the first port of call. Is if we put two, to, two together, it's our time. Yeah, exactly. Right? Out to 1,400. McNeil goes back on. Um, MD seems to get the best out of the horse like we saw last start. And then then where else do you go? It's just like Numberville, King Magnus, Frankie Pino, um, Sir Davey first up, probably need the run from the gate. So, yeah, if he, drew, if he was probably third up and had this gate, you wouldn't worry too much. But that's probably the only worry, just if he gets – caught wide or has to do too much work but at six dollars i still think he's a pretty easy bet on the day where uh yeah i think the bounding yard would be pretty crucial we've got some big fields sort of see how the track's playing and if there's any pattern or anything like that but uh yeah a bit of a tricky day at flemington but i thought jimmy the bear he'll have to be in the finish you could back him in the place to be honest but uh six dollars looks a fair enough price given the barrier and the stable's just uh ticking over flying he had another two yesterday didn't yeah. they two or the, the nephew and what was it the nephew and Sione yesterday Sione. both sort of rebuilding you know, come off sort of. He did something. Sione was off like this flat mile run, got yeah. back to a 1200 meter race, and you're kind of like, oh, she probably wants 13, 14, banged just straight over the top of him. And then the nephew prayed great. The nephew for him yesterday really relaxed. So, yeah, oh, like I said, I think he's going to train a few today to Chuka. He's definitely a, a man you don't want to be uh, letting slip under your guard at the yeah, moment. You want, to be, you want to be with him, not against him, that, that uh, trainer too. Yeah. If you want more of uh, Nico's action, the Mounting Yard Mail, uh, three or five minutes before the race via Telegram, 25 bucks a week. So you get Wednesday and Saturday metros and uh, the public holiday and any bonus meetings too. Uh, Nico is a punning form disciple, punningform.com.au. Uh, it's the uh, the next uh, best step to go from a, uh, a weekend warrior to a, uh, a full or part-time pro punner. You match uh, your tape watching with the uh, the data to back it up. Waltz, Rose Hill on Saturday. Have you got any idea what the weather's going to do? No. Should I check? don't think it matters. 
Let's have a look at uh, race seven at uh, Rose Hill. Only going to do uh, one, but uh, if it goes as good as uh, Iron and Merc, I don't really care. Devil Strokes a favourite here. Three dollars seventy. Kip Spay four eighty in from seven. Big mover there. Uh, Exolitus six fifty. Contemporary seven fifty. Uh, Shaled nine fifty. Uh, Gracie Styler. He's eleven. O Tycoon thirteen dollars and Turbo uh, sixteen. Battleton nineteen dollars for Bjorn Baker and the Hippo on that one. Devil's Throats, the repo we're going to have a look at. Good win last time. Yeah, so Snowden's really been struggling uh, to to race well fresh. They've sort of been, whether they're just leaving a bit more in the locker or early in their preps, and this horse was first up this day, was well backed. And you can see sort of in the white cap and the black there, he was off the bit before the turn and uh, and he was first up here. So where I'm trying to go with this is he his strength through the line is, is uh, very good considering sort of the way the stable's going and everything. Um a uh, mate of mine was out there and said the horse has improved significantly since he last saw it and there was certainly a bit more to come. So whilst this does look a slightly stronger race, he draws absolutely ideally. Uh, I find it hard to catch old Reese Jones as a rule, but he's been riding plenty of winners and just hopefully a little bit positive early, settles in the sort of first th- three or four and uh, I expect it to sort of improve off that run. And as I said, it was a day that doesn't look overly joyful for the punter uh, very difficult you find a winner on the program you'll probably end up in front but um this race doesn't look deep at all most of the other chances are sort of drawn awkwardly contemporary gracie style resuming with preble from a wide draw they're probably two obvious ones are the others drawn nicely in kips bay and exceladus uh, um not a huge kips bay fan but always very wary of doyle especially when money comes for his horses so you know, it's the sort of horse you could see Gibbons just going straight to the front on and and um, if that's the, the pattern of the day, which, you know, usually isn't a bad place to be at Rose Hill, uh, it, it'll give a sight. But this horse still should be within touch and expect it to sort of, as I said, improve off that run and, and be very hard to beat here. Uh, Devil's Throat just looks a pretty progressive horse that can still be on the up even though it's had a few preps now. I say this often, but um, Reese is another jockey. If Walt finds it, it's um, it's, it's obviously a good bet. Well, you, you don't love him. You look for the foolproof positions for these sorts of riders, and you've just got to be patient. Like I, yeah, I probably miss him. I'm happy. For, so if he, he draws awkwardly and looks like he's got to make a decision. I'm happy for him to beat me this time. I think um, you know if, if if it's given the same ride as it was first up, it should be in a very very similar spot at worst, if not a pair closer, and and very difficult to. Um, to mess up and, and and he's not a he's not, he's not a bad rider by any stretch, uh, Reese. But I do I think he struggles to make the right decision when it's left to him. So I think this one should be should just go uh, pretty simply. Hopefully, <laughs> last week we had a bit of feedback that DK had pooey nappies on the show, and then we got a little bit of feedback on the YouTube show last week mm. on the YouTube comment section, and they said. Something along the lines is when's Walt going to issue a, a big apology to Zach Lloyd because you what you're for? pretty negative uh, on him for a while. How many susp- I said he can't steer and he's dangerous. How many suspensions has he had this year? Ten. <laughs> oh, geez, I was wrong. I'm so sorry about that. Yeah, no, yeah, back in your box, troll, under your bridge. No, he's he's, he's progressive and he's entitled to be. He's got every opportunity is in Godolphin, he's got Beebman, he's got his father who's a great rider, he's got his whole family, he's been in racing, he's been on horses his whole life. My criticism of Zach is that he's a bit weak uh, physically and sometimes struggles to control his horses and 
I think the stewards agree with me at this stage, but he's got plenty of upside. I don't think he's a terrible rider. I don't think he's definitely no chance of not making it as a rider. I hope that he continues to go from strength to strength. I just think probably physically he needs to aim up a bit, maybe um, jump in the with the Queensland State of Origin team for a while. I'll sort him out. Well, there you go, B Miller from YouTube. Uh, don't B. Say, Miller. Don't say we don't give you. Don't. Was it really? No, I was just having a pull on your chain. The Miller Cup. Hey? I wish it was. You came in pretty quickly to that one, didn't you? Well, I thought it was great. <laughs> Finally, my t- my favourite bowlers are Brad Miller and this. It's just hard to watch them, but um, what can you do? <laughs> oh, racingwatch.com.au. If you want to rev uh, John up, it's easy. You just saw it then. I just pulled his chain so, so quickly. So get in the, uh, the Discord chat if uh, you want to get in there with all the ferals and um, Telegram if you just don't want the head noise. So. It is. It's um. It's delightful. There's lots of stuff in there, and uh, some of it's great. Some of it's uh, absolutely terrible. But um, sometimes you just need a break. Some for of it's it. terrible. Oh, yeah, I had a couple the, of day breaks. Semi nudes and stuff that I put up there of middle aged men. And yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Pitch, pitches. I need to get some DK blokes. something. I got to get him. I got to get some angles for DK. So He's a master at Photoshop, sleeve. Walt too. So just be careful if you've got something on the net that you don't want uh, enhanced or uh, modified. Uh, maybe stay out of there. You okay. know what it's good for the old Photoshop when you you got when you don't want to bet in a race and you just need a twenty five minute break so you're not you're not even looking at the right you just Photoshop I like it. It's time for Donnie's best. <laughs> G'day, gents. Quick one today. Half time at Origin. Can't wait to see the Blues come over the top in the second half. It's going to be a cracker. Uh, the best bets of the weekend. Pretty gain Eagle Farm on Saturday. The first best bet comes up in race one. Azula from the Gay Waterhouse and Adrian Bot Stable. It was very strong last start over fourteen hundred meters at Kensington. Strong one here. Probably gets to the front, and I think if it does get to the front, it's the one to beat for sure. Uh, it looks nicely set up. Love Timmy's riding really well at Queensland at the moment. So happy to be on that at around $3 mark. The second bet comes up in race two. Claim the crown. It didn't take part first up in the Scone Cup. It SP'd $10 that day. I think it's a much weaker race here. Um, Rachel King goes on, which is a bit of a worry, but we're getting a price around the $10 mark. Seems well over the odds to back it each way. If there's a danger that race, I think Rosso from the Wallace Stable can run a race or so. So they're the two best bets today. Good luck on the weekend, gents. Mm, so Donnie's gone for the uh, the Gay Waterhouse runner there, race one, number nine, Azula, t Clark. I'm a bit lucky I didn't follow my own program there because I was going to say Rose Hill's so bad. I was uh, I was heading to Eagle Farm race one as the backup, and that that's the same horse. It, um I don't set many alarms that I thought they might mess up the price with it. And within about 43 milliseconds of them going up, that horse was $4 into $3. It's not a gimme race, but I like that it's drawn wide and it's it's a very progressive horse. And you'll see Gay's two horses yesterday. They're, they look like they're back in their rhythm. Um, y 5 and Converge last week. It looks like the stable's, you know, back with a vengeance. So, uh, oh yeah, I think it'll go really close. There's a Waller runner in there that's a little bit dangerous. Is it influential, influential. on 12, Mahali, 12, up to 15? Yep. Looks a horse that'll appreciate the 15, but um, hopefully Timmy's off and gone. What price? So everyone's, I've missed the $4, $3. Yeah, I think two to one's right at its bottom. I'm not taking any shorter than two to one. Okay, There's no those early market bots. They're just getting faster and faster. Those first market, those first market, hey? They don't, you don't even see it. As a human being, you don't even yeah. see the first price. Yeah. No. yeah. So don't I don't they keep quoting them. They love quoting them, all the people pumping up the tab and all that. That's bullshit. Mm. And like and again, it's not four to three eighty, it's four to three. Bang. Holy dooly. This horse has uh, gone off this one. Claim the crown. It's eight into six dollars on top sport. Uh this is Donnie's other bet. So I think this horse is dual nominated Claim the Crown. What so race? it must be going to Eagle Farm and not uh, Flemington based on that uh, that market move. What race? Race two, number number fourteen. Claim the crown. 
was held up last start at um, at Scone, Donny said. Annabelle, Rachel King. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And it improved out of sight second up, I think, last time. Yeah, Anna. She's hard to catch, Annabelle, but she's um, – well, she shouldn't be hard to catch. She's trained a lot of winners, but she's sort of horses jump in performance. Mm. Cheer at home for the Donster. It ran in behind Akasawa, who won the Gunnedah Cup, I think. How good's that form? Yeah, so that form looks right. 63 and a half, Akasawa. Comes with a, won a big race that's going now, and then it's straight off to Gunnedah to win a $40,000 race. Oh, there. Donnie's flying. Hard to beat. Hard He's going beat. very well, Donnie. Good man. He's a good man. Top sports steamers. Let's uh, try and find a winner here. Uh, Eagle Farm, race six, number 10, Brigantine, 500 at $5. Military experts in the field, Munamax, Skyman, Namazu, take Albert, sort of Driver horses. Deal, Vinco. Looks up for grabs that race. Anything the, can win yeah, that. Take turn sort of horses. Hey? Very, very difficult. Too Bit high yucky. for me. Bit yucky. Nash, Nash on Skyman might be uh, a bit of value there, but need to uh, dig into that one. Race eight, number seven, Sakuna Girl, 1000 at $12 in the Oaks. It's going to jump from 21 uh, We've already previewed that race, but um, I think, yeah, I think Nico sort of is might pretty improve. right. Like you said, you said the, the strongest form one looks the two favourites, but they're coming off PRs and probably its last two starts for Renaissance, last start for Fireburn. So I can – I'm not knocking anyone who's looking to go wide in the Oaks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was coming. I think it was uh, three or four weeks in between runs from and landing off the plane. I thought it wasn't that bad, beating less than mm. two lengths, doing all doing it all up in front. DK, are we going to say something? Is that the New Zealand horse? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard, I heard that it's coming out of decent. The, the races it comes out of over in New Zealand is um, good. Normally, good lead ups for them when they come over here. Yeah, I think it's um, definitely in play at the twelve dollars. I couldn't talk anyone out of backing that. And then. Uh, this one's for you, Nico. Flemington race nine, number four, Ran Veer. Yeah, interesting run. I was first up at Mornington and was held up, probably unlucky not to win. It was and like then, first up for two years, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, yeah. A, it was a while. Yeah. Um, and then we haven't seen him since. So he's been back to the jump outs. Matt Laurie horses, you expect him to jump out, you know, be winning those heats. And he was sort of out the back there at Mornington. I don't know if he's had a setback or they just haven't been able to find a race for him. I would assume he's had a setback given the type of horse he is, but... Definitely got talent. I can see the appeal at four dollars, but I just thought he should probably jump down a little bit better if you really wanted to get involved off a potential setback. But um, could be the best horse in the race, and it was, it was a bit of a raffle outside of him. So I can see the love early at four dollars. Definitely looks like a uh, a raffle to me that one uh, outside the favourite. DK, uh, I think you're uh, you're due for a winner. Actually, I don't oh. know if you only got beaten. I won last week. Only got beaten thirteen lengths. Thirteen. Yeah. Have you given up or have you got something for us? Uh, no, I thought I'll go. I'll switch off that heavy track. I hate that heavy track like bullshit last week and pissed down rain. And uh, so we'll go to the poly. We'll go to the poly track tomorrow, Nico. There's a there's a fourteen hundred metre maiden the the four to DK fourteen hundreds. Um, I've got the juries right out after Monarch Spray yesterday on that race. I know they went hard on that race at Bendigo. God, Ollie didn't participate on it, did he? Yesterday, yeah, I don't know. So anyway, the, the, the Boominati and and the thermodynamic come out of that race. So I'm sort of going to be around them. There's another thing that Shack Attacks always had plenty of talent. Gets the shades on tomorrow, on Friday. So um, we'll go. Uh, we'll go to the old Shack Attack. I think race two, packing them tomorrow, Scooty. Race two, number five, Clint McDonald, who's in a uh, good bit of form. He's, he is. He's, he's, he has improved since he's gone to Cranbourne, and that's for sure. That bloke. On um, was it Monday or Tuesday? A, a, a bloke who tips me four horses a year, usually pretty right. He says on the Fridays, like mate, um, good horse going around. Was it Sunday or Monday? Pop Rock. Yeah, so Pop I've rock. doubled, double, tripled. I've had about ninety-seven bets going into it. And Nico, you saw the, or well, you both would have seen the run. Pop Rock. 
It was extraordinary. So he's obviously got on the drift because he, he the, the, his manners Heavy track and everything. Yeah. His manners were terrible. So he's mm. nearly fallen out of the gates, pulled his yeah. head off, had the temerity to kick clear in the straight and got rounded up by something that went real good. Went good Jeez, come from last. Yeah. So Jeez, poor old Greg Urell I ran into at the sales. I couldn't help myself. Oh, geez, I saw a horse yours the other day. Went all right. Pop rock. Hey, did you guys ever? Oh, mate, he went white. They they must have been Had a good all in the it. poor buggers. What an engine that horse has got. But it was amazing. I think I reckon. See the models and stuff. They hate. Oh, we had a, it did over race in its trials. Yeah. Mm. And they they don't like that. So that you know the old jump out groupies were all over it and it went up. What to go up two fifty or three dollars? <clears throat> it was expressed to four sixty, despite it still got the raw talent. Mm. And then everything went wrong. And it's, yeah, it was amazing. And you remember Pop Rock? You remember Pop Rock, Nico? Yep, the Pop Japanese Rock. thing. Pop Rock. Yeah. Last winner I backed. Was that the horse that they had to absolutely bash Del- to get it across Delta the line? Delta Blues and Pop Delta Rock. Blues and it. Yeah. Or was Delta Blues the one that didn't track work well and they bashed it? Um, I think Pop Rock was the one that went better than they expected. Delta Blues is the one Lazy that expected one. to run better, I think. Yeah, yeah and Delta Blues won. It got beaten. Hmm. Yeah, I do remember that. All right. Beautiful. There's the horse to follow. Pop Rock. So it's got it's got more head noise than DK and I put together, but it's uh it's got an engine if it ever if it works it out. Gee whiz, did it do stuff wrong? Yeah. All right, I think that's the end of the show. Well, I'm going to go for a sauna. You are? Yeah. I won't be coming with you. I huh? don't want whatever you've got. Spicy huh? cough. You got the spicy cough, Walt. Careful. I had it. I had it three <laughs> weeks ago. Surely I can't back up. Oh, just, just immunity. Immunity. Hmm. All right. Good luck this weekend, boys. Hope uh, you win a win a stack. Good luck to the bunnies. Yeah. See you guys.